Your attitude and the way you carry yourself can make or break your business. What some people fail to realize is that the product and the service is not the only thing that people are buying from a company, especially small businesses. People buy the brand. They buy the feeling, the meaning, the beliefs, the values. It's so important to pay attention to how you show up daily because people remember others by how they make them feel. So are you somebody or do you know somebody that has a poor attitude in the business? Well, stay tuned because I'm giving you all the tea. What's going on, beautiful people? I'm so glad you're here. My name is Jaleesa Buck, and I am an entrepreneur coach and strategist. I teach women business building strategies and digital marketing to create profitable businesses. I created this podcast to share my knowledge, take you on my journey, empower women, and help you level up in your business. So let's get started. This is episode two of the Business Tea, and we are talking about business etiquette. Y'all. This is a topic that seems to never really get discussed in the business world. Like so many people are talking about like marketing strategies and how to increase sales with this and that, social media and what have you. But nobody is talking about how to really be professional and why it's hurting you to be unprofessional. Like how many times have you bought from a business where like the owner or even the employees were nasty or rude and considerate, condescending, whether it was to you or somebody you knew? Because we all know that word of mouth spreads like super quick, right? Especially in small communities. This is a real problem, especially in the black business community. I myself have experienced terrible customer service from entrepreneurs in the black community specifically and outside of the black community, but I really care about the black community and that's why I felt the need to address this. So this is not to throw no shade at all, but I'm really hoping that this helps someone change in the black community. So... The truth is being rude and nasty to anybody is wrong. We all know that, you know, we've been taught that from children to treat others how we want to be treated. But in business, when you're carrying, you know, carrying on and being rude and nasty to customers or to potential customers, like, are you serious? I mean, our businesses rely on us. So if we treat our people like, garbage, then our sales are surely going to be affected in a negative manner. Now, I find this way more common in certain industries, like specifically the beauty industry. And okay, so look, before I even go any further, what I don't want you guys to do is feel offended, you know, by what I'm saying. So if you do feel offended, just know that That's not my intent. And I'm not trying to say that this pertains to everyone because I don't stereotype. So it doesn't pertain to every business owner or entrepreneur in this field. But 
in my personal experience and also speaking, you know, off of what others have told me about this, you know, in their experiences, it just seems to be more prevalent in this field. Now, I don't know why. I don't know, you know, what it has to do with or the reason for it, but I found that a lot of like hairstylists and nail techs and other beauty service providers can just be rude and unprofessional as ever. And it's not okay. You know, I love to get my hair done. I love to get my nails done. I love to get cute. You know, I think we probably all do or the majority of us do. But it makes it really hard to be able to support those businesses when you have to deal with the BS. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm going to give you guys a quick example because this is just my story. So a few years ago, I went and got my hair done at this shop that was close to my house. And I had never been there before, but I found the stylist on social media and I had you know, see her work and everything looked good. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna set up this appointment. I text her to set up the appointment and I told her what I wanted before I got there. And she was like, okay, that's cool. Have you, I told her I wanted to get my hair bleached, right? So when I got there, she said, oh, well, your hair isn't in the right condition to get bleached. So in my mind already, I'm thinking like, this should have been established in a consultation, you know, to save us both time. Maybe you should have like told me that when we were texting, but I understood it, you know, and I was like, okay, since I'm already here, let me just get a blowout and I'll call it a day. So then she mentions that she makes wigs after she, you know, washes my hair and everything. And she told me that she had one on hand that was the same color that I wanted, you know, my hair to be you know, naturally. So I was like, okay, cool. I can do that. You know, cool. So then she told me to text her about the wig so that she will remember it when she got to the house. And then I did that. A few days go by. I hear nothing from her. So I text her and I'm like, hey, is the wig ready? What's going on? And she texts me back and she's like, oh, well, which one did you want? And I was like, uh, I think we just had the conversation that I wanted the one you said you had on hand, but Um, can you just send me a picture of it? So she's like, um, yeah, sure. So she sends the picture and it's just clearly not the one that she and I discussed. So I said, what happened to the one that we discussed? And she was like, oh, well, I sold it to somebody else. You took too long. (laughs) I was like, what? Thinking to myself, like you told me that you were going to send me the information on it and I never heard anything back from you. So I was like, all right. Anyway, I know y'all can't see me right now, but my eyes is rolling in the back of my head. Seriously. So I then asked her if she could make me another one. And she was like, yeah, but you're going to have to pay for it right now. So I'm like, how can I pay for something in full that's not done yet? And I don't even know what it's going to look like. Can you at least send me a picture uh, like of, you know, what you have in mind or something. Can you at least ask me for a picture of what I want, you know, what I have in mind? So she was like, um, well, like I said, I'm on vacation right now. Either you want the wig or you don't. Uh, otherwise, I'll get back with you when I get back from my vacation. So I was like, what? <laughs> how pro- how unprofessional is that y'all I mean I'm not even going to point out where 
you know, she was unprofessional at because I think that's evident. But I nicely just told her like, okay, never mind. And I went and got somebody else to do it for me. So the moral of the story is that being unprofessional and unclear will lose you money, period. And the point of being in business is to solve a problem for your client or customer. But for some, the service and the care kind of stop once the money has been exchanged in one way or another. And quite frankly, I think it's just ridiculous. Now, another big thing that I see is business owners being unprofessional on social media. And that right there is just distasteful and the ultimate like wrong way to go about business. Now, I learned a valuable lesson about this when I realized that just because somebody doesn't respond or engage with your post doesn't necessarily mean that they don't see your post. And also, just because you're on a personal page doesn't mean that your customer or client can't see what you're posting, even if your page is private, because guess what? Your friends and your followers could very well be your customers, or they could be putting together assumptions about your business because they may be a potential customer. And before they even know that they want what you have, you didn't already ran them off because you've been unprofessional this entire time and handled your business in a way that just wasn't, you know, agreeable to them and their morals or their values. So I know for a fact in my personal life, if I see a business owner bashing or writing rude comments about their customers or their their potential customers on social media, I'm just not going to want to support that business. And it's never personal because even if it's a friend of mine, it's never personal or anything against that person as themselves, but it's more about the brand. See, I take business seriously. I take customer service exceptionally seriously. And I'm the type of person that one bad experience with a business will have me not coming back to that business. And that's just how I, you know, that's just how I carry stuff. But, you know, I believe that your brand is everything. And I support businesses that I believe in, businesses that share the same values as me. And so if I see that you stand for something negative, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to support it. And I'm sure that the majority of customers feel the exact same way. Matter of fact, there are studies that show that a vast majority of people support businesses because of what they promise them and because of the shared values that they have with the business. So, and that's well over half of consumers that shop at different businesses. And there was a study that showed that 64% of consumers said that shared values was the reason that they supported a given business. And so it's super important, it's very important to show your values in your business and put them there for people to understand so that they can support your business. Now, just like people are not supporting businesses that have racist owners or employees, it's the same concept. There are too many people in this world that are selling the same stuff for people to settle to buy from businesses that don't align with their values or their beliefs. And so we have to do better.
Now, I really think, and this is my opinion, I really think the real problem is that too many people are in business for the wrong reasons. Now, I know we all have a goal to make money from business. There's nothing wrong with that. We all want a profitable business. That's the point, you know, of building the business is to be profitable. But also, being a business owner, you have to come from a place of service. You have to genuinely want to help other people solve a problem that your product or your service claims to help them with. And so you're taking people's money to help them with something that they're struggling with in their lives. And that's why people say, if your heart isn't in it, the chances are it won't last as long. And it's understandable to be frustrated with clients and customers. I mean, we're humans. We get, you know, emotionally responsive to certain things and it's okay to be that way. I'm not saying you shouldn't get angry and mad and sad or, you know, emotional, but the problem occurs when we show it. And especially when we direct it to our clients and customers and they are noticing that we're doing this or feeling this way. And, you know, kindness will get you so much further than being rude just to prove a point. A lot of people want to show that they're mad so that people can understand it rather than just be nice and show people that you have the discipline to take hard you know, situations and make them easier. And you want to show people that you can, you know, deal with things and handle issues professionally because people respect you more. So if you know anybody in business or if you are this person in business that has a hard time with remaining professional, um, you know, there are business etiquette classes and courses that can be taken Um, And also, you might benefit or they might benefit from hiring maybe a business coach to kind of coach them through their feelings and emotions or a life coach uh, or therapist or, you know, a professional that can kind of get them past their personal issues that cause them to act or react the way that they do in business. Because I know we all want to grow and succeed, but sometimes our attitudes is keeping us from leveling up to that next step. So real quick, I want to share with you guys some real quick tips on how to remain professional in person and online if you are a business owner. So number one is use your manners. So this is basic stuff that we learned since we were children. Well, most of us have learned since we were children. And that is to use your manners. Say please and thank you. Be kind to people. And, you know, just just be nice. Number two, address people by sir, ma'am, Mrs., Mr., Miss, etc. Um, now, of course, you want to do that at your discretion because you don't want to, like, call your best friend or, you know, someone you've known by their first name forever, you know, like ma'am or sir. It will be kind of strange. But, you know, new people that you're just meeting or new customers that you're just meeting, or interacting with, be nice, be respectful and kind to people, which goes into number three is respect everybody. Even if people disrespect you, handle it with 
tact and with class. I mean, there's really no need to retaliate in business when someone disrespects you because you have to think about what you have to lose. What do you have to lose by acting out in a disrespectful manner? You have dignity. You have your brand image. You have your customers, your money. This is how you make money. So you have to remain respectful. It may hurt. You may have rude customers or people who play with your time. Trust me, as a real estate agent, I know how people play with time. So it can get frustrating, but you have to remain respectful no matter what. Three, dress professionally according to your job. So if you are like a yoga instructor, then you can walk around with yoga pants on every day, all day. That's what people expect you to look like. Um, If you are, you know, working in a more casual environment, you can wear jeans every day. It just kind of depends on your job. But you don't want to walk around in sweats and hair looking all crazy when you are a hairstylist. You know, it's kind of contradicting. So um, and then um, number number uh, five is to smile when speaking and shake hands when necessary. When you meet new people, shake their hands. If, you know, you're a hugger, give them a hug. Me personally, I don't just be hugging people, but I know people that do. Um, So, you know, smile, make people feel welcome when they talk to you and make people feel comfortable to talk to you. How many times have you like walked in a store and somebody's like, hi, ma'am, can I help you today? You know, they greet you at the door, but you're, you know, they don't look like they're interested in their job. You don't want to even interact with them. So you just walk out the store. You know, I've done that plenty of times, even at fast food restaurants. If I walk, if I go through a drive through and they're rude, I don't even want to be nice to them because they're being, you know, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? It's like, uh, OK, let me get <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it makes a big difference. Then number six is to maintain eye contact when speaking to people and be mindful of your body language. So maintaining eye contact is super important. That helps build trust with the person you're speaking with and also is going to give people that comfort to, you know, talk to you. And then your of course, your body language and, you know, your nonverbal signs of communication, if you're like looking down when someone's talking to you or looking at your phone, looking to the side um, or frowning or slouched over with your arms crossed or, you know, all of that matters when you communicate. And so you want to make sure that you look interested when you are speaking with people, specifically your employees or your customers. And then, um, Seven, you want to reply to messages and emails as fast as possible. So we all are busy. I know we can't get straight to our emails and messages. We probably have a lot of stuff built up in our inboxes and we have to kind of prioritize what's meant to respond to and how quick we need to respond. So I know I know we can't all just like go and text back as soon as someone texts us or asks a question, but you might want to prioritize your day where you have a time to respond to people, you know, specific times of the day. Like you could say, all right, well, in the mornings, I'm going to respond to emails. And then, you know, if there's any requests or anything like that, I'll respond to those in the morning. And in the evening at this time, if it's not urgent, I'll respond to all of my text messages in regards to business and kind of prioritize your time so that you can't effectively respond to people because 
I can't tell you how many times you could miss out on business just from not answering a specific message or question from somebody, even if they're not texting or messaging or emailing you specifically to buy something from you. They might have a question that might lead to a sale. So you kind of want to make sure that you are keeping in contact and communicating effectively with your people. And then last but not least, this is like the most important one. And I put it at the end because I wanted to emphasize more on it. And that is to expect less and to give more. So don't think that everybody is supposed to support you just because you have this business or just because you know, they said that they like what you had or they shared it or they, you know, don't expect everybody to want what you have. Friends, family, you know, your followers, the people that express some type of interest, you know, they don't have to support you. So you have to stop being entitled. Don't feel entitled, you know, to getting support from these people just because they showed you some type of interest. And a lot of times we get in our feelings and we get angry because, you know, it's like, well, they was saying they wanted to buy this for me. And then now they don't, you know, well, forget them because they wasn't supporting me from the jump. You know, and it's it's not true. Sometimes people just forget about what you have or maybe they can't afford it at a time or maybe they just, you know, they'll, they'll probably circle back to you. But once you start expecting more from people and giving less People realize that and they're like, oh, I'm not supporting you, whatever. I was going to support you till you got in your feelings because I didn't support you initially. So bye, I'll just take my business somewhere else. So just keep giving, give from a place of service and the business will come to you, you know. And then, you know, I didn't want to get too deep into the whole expect less and give more thing because that's kind of like a whole subject in its own. But I kind of wanted to just kind of, you know, I wanted to give you guys the basis of that because I believe that that's probably one of the main reasons why we get unprofessional is that we just expect too much from our clients, customers or the people that support us. Whew. Okay, so. That is my tea for the day, my people, okay? I'm so glad I got to share that information with y'all because I love growth and evolving and I love to see my people grow and shine and just be great, okay? So I try to get through that without being offensive and without being super critical, but I just felt like it needed to be said and remember. It's all love, okay? I'm just hoping that some of the tips that I shared help somebody today and that you guys are going to continue being professional if you are already professional in your businesses. And, you know, we got to do better as a whole when it comes down to professionalism. So thank you all for listening. I hope you guys stay safe and keep grinding. I'm rooting for you and I am super excited for your success. All right, y'all, until next time.